0: I'm not sure if I sound a little hoarse today. I, I might be low energy today, and if I do, it's for a good reason. I attended what will... I think it's undoubtedly the greatest sporting event of my life yesterday. Before this current... Before the past month or so, I had never attended a Phillies playoff game. And I always regretted it. Back in the twenty, you know, 2007 to 2011 runs, I didn't get to one playoff game. I was broke. I couldn't afford that shit, so I didn't go. And I've regretted it. I always regretted it. And now I, I've i seen a, a killer 9-1 to win with Aaron Nola dominating. And I've seen them clinch a trip to the World Series. And I saw one of the most truly amazing clutch moments in Philadelphia sports history. An historic moment in Philadelphia sports history. You know, we were out there in the rain in center field and we were hoping the rain would not be as bad as the forecast was showing, but we stood there the whole time, no cover just to get that unimpeded view because everywhere else people were standing throughout the game. If you stood in the normal standing room, you couldn't see shit for most of the game. So I'm, I got that unimpeded view in center field. I did not move. And what an experience we didn't seek shelter. We didn't move. We stood there. And we watched the fightings said said I am. I was stoked. And that game that should have been delayed. It should have been delayed. And the rain was a factor, man. In the seventh inning, the Padres put up two runs and it was bullshit because that ball was slipping and sliding all over the place. It was crap. And things were looking dire for game five in the eighth inning. But, you know, there's a little hope Two of the Phillies. Big guns were coming up. JT Real Muto. Bryce Harper and JT led off the inning with a single like, all right, all right. Bryce is coming up to the plate. And if anyone's going to do this, it'd be the man with one of the largest contracts in sports history. Right. A guy who willingly signed up to play in Philadelphia for 13 years to play in Philadelphia for 13 years. That's like, can you even fathom making that decision as a professional athlete? Wild. <laughs> Wild. Absolutely wild. I mean, 330 million will do that, but still, it's pretty wild to put up with, you know, the stuff that you get from the sports media here and the fans and everything.
1: I, I but, really wish a Philly, uh, I really wish a NHL player would do that for the Flyers, but.
0: Yeah, well, that's, I wish there was a no cap so the Flyers could yeah. do that again. I miss those days. It's too too hard to do that,
1: though. To make cap room
0: too. Well, it is too hard to do that kind of stuff too. But you know, the thing about Bryce is he's always seemed to get it. Like he, we call what he does pandering a lot of the time. And you know, I'm sure there's a lot of pandering, but ultimately he does seem to be one of those athletes who gets the attitude here, much like Jason Kelsey, who has been at multiple Phillies playoff games. Now (laughs) I saw him on the stage of the Fox stage uh, during pregame on Sunday and it was so cool and god I love Jason Kelsey I mean he's gone to the Flyers game too and he they use him for pump-up videos there sometimes he's rung the bell at the Sixers game Jason Kelsey truly gets it and Bryce Harper seems to truly get it as well and the thing was people come here and they sign these big contracts right they come with these big expectations and they either never get their chance to live up to them or they get their chance and they just fail spectacularly so Bryce got his moment It's the the moment we dreamed of when he signed that contract. And I'm in center field. Bryce hits that ball into left field. And there's one thing we know. It's either hitting the wall or it's out. There's one of those two things. We know it's good. People are losing their minds. I didn't even know it was out at first. I didn't see it go over the goddamn fence, but the crowd was going crazy. I knew at minimum that game was tied at minimum. And then when I saw him cross home plate, Oh my god! Just th- that feeling of like, holy shit, he did it! Like, he fucking did it! I, I still can't believe he did it. This son of a bitch <laughs> stepped up and hit the go-ahead home run in the biggest spotlight. He had his chance. He had his moment, and he took it. And an unironic wow! Just not not an Owen Wilson wow. Not a ironic <laughs> wow at all. Wow. Just just wow is the reaction. A, a-, a genuine wow.
1: I love it when shit like that happens, when like you're expecting something to happen and you're like, there's no way it's going to happen. And then it happens and you're like, wow, like again, genuine wow. And I got to say, like, this is a little off the beaten path, but like one of the moments that I will always remember that was kind of in that same light was the Super Bowl in 2006 when it was the Colts and Bears and the opening kickoff, everyone was like, there's no fucking way Devin Hester is going to return it. And then he did. And it was like, everyone was like losing their minds. And like, I, I couldn't believe it happened. And yeah, like obviously very different, but like it's, it's one of those things. It's really cool when like, there's a bunch of hype surrounding something and, or like there's a big moment and you just like know that like it's going to happen and then it does. And it's, it's so special. Yeah, like, like even with the Eagles Super Bowl, there were multiple times where we're like, it's going to happen, right?
0: And Because yeah. we thought the game was over when Brandon Graham had that strip sack of Brady. And then, no, they still got another chance. It still had to come down to a goddamn Hail Mary. And that was killer on my heart. I'm sure that took years off my oh, life. Yeah. But, I mean, it's just... It, what a special moment. Like, I'm, I'm almost in tears thinking about it right now. And it's just crazy to think that this happened. I got to be there for it. Like I got to be there in person. I, I took my sister to that game and it was her first playoff game. So it was really special. I got to share that with my sister who I have, I think I've talked about this story on the podcast before, but my, my probably my oldest sports memory or one of my oldest sports memories was back at the vet. My dad got tickets right above the Phillies dugout and the fanatic came over and he he sat on me at one point <laughs> and like took my popcorn and started spreading it among the crowd. And <laughs> Sounds right. meanwhile, at the seventh inning stretch, he took my sister danced with her on the dugout and gave her one of the players hats. He gave her Dave Holland's hat. So <laughs> very different experiences for, for me and my sister right there. But you know, that, that at this point, what were we? I think she was like four or five years old. I was about eight or nine. So we're talking about 30 years ago. This happened. This is a 30 year old memory. And 30 years later to, to, you know, be able to share this moment with her was really special to, to share it with Emily, who I've been together with for, you know, a hair under a decade at this point. Like that's, uh, you know, phenomenal. And, to be out there in the rain and not move. Like that's a story. That's a goddamn yes. story that I'll be able to tell forever. And it just, it all felt special. And it's a year that they weren't expected to do this. You know, we mm-hmm. went in with rock bottom expectations. They were the sixth seed. And this is a lot like the flyers in 2010, where they were the lowest seed. They, you know, you could, or I think they were the second lowest seed. but the flyers, you had very, very low expectations for them in that 2010 run. And, they ended up in the Stanley Cup final. And we don't want to talk about how that ended because, you know, the records can't, the records have been completely lost on how that ended. There's no way to tell. But, it's, you know, it's really special when you have a true underdog story. And I know the Phillies have a high payroll and all that bullshit. Whatever you say, like, they were the last team into the playoffs. The expectations were not high. And this team turned it on when they had to. And that feels friggin amazing and they're going up against an incredible team in the Astros whatever your feelings are on the Astros and they're cheating from a few years ago. They're still an incredible baseball team. They have blown everybody up in the playoffs so far and it's, I don't have any expectations going into it. I'm very happy to be here and yeah, I'd love to be partying on broad street in like a week and a half or a week or so, but whatever happens, I mean, I had a, a special goddamn moment at citizens bank park on sunday and i you know i'm gonna play my my reaction i took a little video right after they they won that game i'm gonna play some of that real quick let me see if i can get that up i had it queued up and then sometimes you know when you have the apple photos and uh, you like swipe the wrong way and it's like yeah yeah all right I start Jason Kelseying a little bit underdogs. Nobody believed in us. <laughs> it's the whole Howie team. Roseman. The whole team. <laughs> but like that was that was like where my head was at. I I just couldn't believe that this team made it to that point. And just, what a day and this easily takes the cake for, you know, the greatest sporting event I've ever attended. It beats out Flyers-Bruins game four, unfortunately, from 2010 as the greatest playoff game I had attended. And believe me, that's still a special memory too. to be there at the start of the Flyers' comeback in that Bruins series was a, a very special memory. A game that Mark Recchi tried his damnedest to take away from us, but we would not <laughs> let him. And Simone Gagne was there, and uh, oh, what a good time that was, but... You know, this was something else. I mean, to to see the team clinch the trip to the championship against the odds and to celebrate with the city of Philadelphia that uh, there is no other sports city in the United States that celebrates like Philadelphia when we get these chances. Because they're they're few and far between, frankly. And, you know, I'm... (sighs) I, I think I've said my piece on this, but you know I'm am smiling just thinking about it. I've I've watched the home run, all you know a hundred times probably at this point already. The Harper home run, the Scott Fransky call. Where he, he, I don't know if you've heard that one, but Scott Fransky is easily you know one of my top broadcasters in the city currently and uh, maybe ever at this point. And the call he had on the home run, and he said "Bedlam at the bank" is just oh chef's kiss. It is a beautiful call and it it stinks that we can't have Harry Callis here for this. I mean, we had him around for 08 and that was a magical thing. Beautiful thing. Harry Callis, the goat. I I love him with all my heart and soul, but Scott Fransky as worthy a successor as there is, but you know, let's go Phil's let's keep it going. And uh, at least for now I'm, I'm beaming Win the damn
1: thing boys let's do it. Let's bring it Houston Astros. More like the Pustin Astros, because <laughs> they there you they go. smell yeah, like the, poo.
0: The Astros. Well, that's because they're opening trash can lids to cheat. Yeah, exactly.
1: We should close yeah. those. Freshen up the air. This is a
0: cocky goddamn team, the Houston Astros. Like they really are acting like
1: they're here's goes my thick thing. They have they haven't lost a playoff game, so they they can back. I was about off. to say they haven't lost a playoff game yet. Don't you think they're due to lose oh, I think a few? I think maybe four. Maybe four. Like, That'd be in awesome. a row, even. if You can win this many in a row. Who's to say you can't lose four in a row? I don't know. Like, it's... I don't know. I don't know. But just to
0: see the the big-time athlete step up to the plate and come through in the clutch like that, man. I... You don't see that in Philly very often. No,
1: you don't. Like... Yeah, it, that, that was really, really cool to see that happen. And like, whoa, it, it was the, yeah, the bottom of the eighth, like just.
0: Bottom of the eighth after they let up the, they let up the go ahead run. So they were up two to one for a good chunk of time. And then they let up two runs in the seventh inning to make it three to two. And then they got a runner on in the bottom of the seventh, but they couldn't drive him home. So it came to the eighth and, you know. We've been rained on all day. A lot of people were cold. I mean, I slipped and fell at one point on my <laughs> knee. My knee was hurting. I had, I hadn't sat for hours. My legs are old at this point. They can't quite take it. It's like your your hopes are not high. But I rallied as good as I could, man, as well as I could. I I was out there still screaming for Jose Alvarado to keep throwing hundred mile an hour zingers in there and. Keeping the hope, but you know it's tough. It's tough in those situations. But man, J- JT got on, and then Bryce came up, and again, your your expectations are high. You, yeah. it, you know, the, there's a great thing in Ted Lasso where they talk about you know it's the hope that kills you, yeah, and not getting your hopes up. And I, I can be pretty negative about sports. I think I'm still more one of the one of the more positive Flyers podcasters and non this year. Usually I tend to be one of the more positive guys and I still not try not to get my hopes up too high because I can't be just devastated when they lose. Like I I've been devastated by these teams enough in my lifetime. And, and thankfully I've seen two championships. I, I would hope to see a couple more soon, but I've seen two major championships from the Phillies and Eagles and that they have also tempered me in a way that before 08, I really just like, it was miserable. It was hopeless. I felt cursed my entire life. 2008 really changed a lot for me. And then 2017, even more so. Like I I really have been more relaxed on sports since 2017 than I had ever been at any point in my life. So like, I'm still enjoying it, but like actually having the satisfaction of winning, it really makes a difference. And Because it's miserable if you have no chance of winning. I mean, we've been seeing this. I I know there's a good chunk of Flyers fans who aren't Phillies or Eagles or Sixers fans. They don't like other sports. They just like hockey. And I feel your pain, guys. Like, I I felt it my whole life, too. Like, it it sucks just not having hope. And this is part of the reason why we, we, you know, I don't like seeing the flyers lose, but I I would like to see the flyers have a better strategy moving forward. I'd like to see them build towards something. And that's why it's so painful to see them as rudderless as they seem in the past few years.
1: Yeah. I mean, and that's one of the things like right now it's like, like honestly, my entire time as a fan, as a flyers fan, I have not seen them go on, like do really anything magical. Um, and it sucks like the most magical run the Flyers have made in my time as a Flyers fan has been the got the ghosts like breakout season as a rookie. And did they even make the playoffs that year? I think they did. I'm trying to remember.
0: Yeah, no, I think they did. I think that was the year they lost to the,
1: the Rangers. Yeah, Wait. I don't think so. Was that Baruby's first year? Oh no, that the year they lost. It was the Capitals' year where they got like that's right. Yeah. That was the Capitals.
0: That was the Capitals. It all it all kind of blends together after a right. while. Unfortunately, at least for the past decade, like I, I can tell you very specific runs from the decades before that. Like I, I remember the Lightning run really well, where they went to the Eastern Conference Finals and gave it their all and and still lost. But there's some goddamn memorable games from that run. You know, there's the, the Jer- We were talking earlier in the Slack about the, the Jeremy Roenick game yeah. where he scored the overtime winner, where it looked like Toronto had murdered poor Sammy Kapanen and he had to get like pulled off the ice essentially. And Jeremy Roenick went out there and scored the overtime winner. Like, I, I can tell you about those moments and the last really memorable Flyers playoff moments I can tell you about. And like, you know, it's nice they won that Montreal Canadiens round like a couple years back, but there's not really any great moments except for maybe you know the nookies at the end of the one came from uh who was it Derek grant was given oh that was fun i did like that (sighs) that was fun but like that's you know that series was pretty pretty unwatchable it's a pretty shit series to be honest with you and then the islander series was god-awful but like the last really memorable flyers playoff run at this point is 2012 and that's that They won one round, even though it felt like 12 rounds in one because that Penguin series was wild. It just one of the most wild playoff series we had ever seen. And I think the the hope at that time was we'd be seeing more series that were just that crazy, and it never
1: reached that level again. Right, yeah. Like, that's what I want to see. I want to see, like, the Eagles season in 2017, that was the most fun I've ever had. You know what I mean? Like, from the, se- like, the regular season being incredible – and then the Wentz injury, and that screwed everything up. And I thought, like, I thought it was over. Well, that's the crazy thing about this Phillies season for me is like
0: the eagle that Eagle season you're talking about. The regular season was phenomenal, yeah. and like I'm getting a lot of those vibes this year. I don't want to jinx anything, but like I feel really good about this six and O football team. Yeah, they, <laughs> you know, it's great. I feel great about them. So that the vibes that year were great. The thing about the Phillies this year is I could probably be quoted on this show (laughs) as recently as a month ago saying, this team's trash. I don't know why I got excited about them, blah, blah, blah. And the thing is about the playoffs, and that's what's nice about expanded playoffs, is you just got to get in, baby. You just got to get in and see what damage you can do. And to not even see the Flyers get it because the Flyers used to be perennial playoff team. I mean, it was shocking to me when they didn't make the playoffs. And now... I would be shocked to see them make it. And we'll get off to the... We'll talk about the start that they've had pretty soon. We'll get to the hockey, I swear. But the Phillies were dead in the water. They looked like absolute shit. They limped into the playoffs. They barely deserved to be there. And then they... And that first game, they looked like shit too, for the most part. Until that, that comeback at the end of the game. They just had this freak comeback against the Cardinals. And they haven't looked back since i mean they've had two losses since then they've had the the Braves game 2 and the Padres game 2 but you know losses do happen unless you're apparently the Houston Astros yeah and they've but something clicked man like things changed Bryce Harper got his swing back and he's hit a bunch of home runs i think he had nine straight games with uh with multi-base hits and which is insane it's insane to think about and you know, Hoskins for all his defensive lapses, he's hit a bunch of multi-run home runs in the clutch that have been phenomenal. Schwarber finally got his swing back. He got healthy in that knee and he stepped up to the plate. Real Mudo's done it and the pitching's been great. I mean, Wheeler was I, I was pissed off about the rain not being the game not being stopped because of the rain because Wheeler yeah, was dealing was in that game. Him. He he was killing it. Another guy who You know, when he was signed by the Phillies, there was some controversy because that was a big contract for a guy who wasn't really proven and was maybe going to be your number two pitcher if you were lucky. And he has gone above and beyond that contract. He's been phenomenal. And to see him get to the playoffs, to see, you know, Nola didn't do as great in the second Padres game this series, but... You know, I think Nola largely has pitched pretty damn well when he's gotten the chance in the playoffs this year and Wheeler's done it. And then Ranger friggin' Suarez closing out that game, <laughs> just coming in. Oh my God. I, I'm just getting over the moon about this stuff. But the thing is, they were dead in the water. They were underdogs. They just snuck in. And they did damage. And then the Eagles were talking about phenomenal regular season, but they ended up as underdogs when they got into the playoffs because they had that Wentz injury and Nick Foles, the backup
1: who looked like shit before he looked like shit until the The Vikings Vikings game came out and he just fucking went nuts. And then it just, I I don't know what happened. And like, he
0: stunk in the Falcons game and then the Vikings game and the Patriots game are two of the most perfect quarterback games in Eagles history.
1: And like it's it's similar for the Phillies too, where like the Phil like right now it feels like confidence is just striking at the perfect time for the Phillies, and that's kind of what happened with Nick Foles. Like he just he oh yeah, the cocky
0: it. and distraught meter. We we all know the cocky and distraught meter at this yeah. point with Philadelphia sports right now, and the needle has broken off of the cocky oh, yeah. end with the Phillies right now. It is completely broken off, gone around twice. Yeah. It, it's beyond cocky right now. And it's a great feeling. And the Foles thing still, I still I still don't understand. I can't believe it. How that happened. I don't happened. know how it happened either. And I, I I don't know what kind of witchcraft was at play there, but I'm
1: I'm grateful for it every day. I like I still can't believe it happened. It's That's just crazy. But, like, dude, no, you're right. Like, right now, it, like, like, you t- bring up the cocky distraught meter. The Sixers are doing everything in their power to to bring that back down to, like, kind of mid. But, like.
0: Hey, they got a win today, They did. Though. They
1: beat the Pacers, which is good. But, like, they beat, yeah.
0: <laughs> they beat a team they were
1: expecting. Yeah. To be. Good, good job. I'll take it. It's fine. Hey, they lost to the Spurs. That was stunning. Yeah. But no, nah, man, you know what? Like, This is just a fun time for Philly sports. And it's like these times yeah. just don't come around very often. Like, dude, the Eagles beat the, shit. Eagles beat the shit out of the Cowboys last week. The Eagles beat the shit out of the Cowboys. And I will tell
0: you, these stadiums are insane right yeah. now with the noise. It's crazy. So I live about a mile away. And I can open up my door right now during a Phillies or Eagles game. And I can hear the crowd from my front oh, yeah. door. At the end of the game last week, after they beat the Cowboys on Sunday night football, I heard Eagles chants like they were down the street from me.
1: It's it's mayhem. There's no city. I swear to God. like Philly's the best sports city in the world. I've said this many times. And I just don't know how. Like, what, what others? I mean, I just don't know any other city that's more just insane about sports their sports teams, good or bad than Philadelphia. We, you know,
0: we go hard, man. We go hard. We love hard. We hate hard. It's all hard at the end of the day. And you can take that however sexually you want to there, (laughs) but it's, uh, we, we go hard, man. We, we, it's, and that's why it's so rough. You know, I'm going to pivot to the flyers now, but oh, and before we actually, before I do that, also shout out, I'm not a big MLS guy, but, uh, I certainly support any team with the Philadelphia title there, and uh, the Union also won a playoff game. I believe are they headed to the the conference final now for them? Um, I'm not sure exactly which one. Forgive I'm me, not Union sure fans.
1: Either. Yeah, I hate to say, but it. they
0: they won a game. They got another playoff game coming up. Go Union! Hell yeah!
1: I I mean, could you imagine? Could you imagine if the Union win and then like the Phillies win and God, could you imagine? Imagine if the Eagles won the Super Bowl? Like, oh my God. Well, I've seen that. Yeah, I've seen it, I'd like to see it again.
0: I've seen it. It was funny. After the the Phillies game, a bunch of people asked me, oh, did you go to Broad Street? Did you get the the whole scene? Because everybody's going nuts on Broad, like they do. And I was like, between being at the stadium, standing the entire game in the rain, falling and hurting my knee at one point, and... Just already enjoying that entire scene. I just went home and rested and it felt great. Oh, yeah. And the other thing was I did Broad Street when the Eagles won. That's how I got my fireworks scar so oh yeah I'll be there if there's one more celebration, I will a hundred percent be on Broad Street but for Sunday night, I was good. I was like I, I was Captain America at the end of the end game I was like, no, I don't think so. <laughs> I'm just going to sit on
1: this park bench and and rest my my weary body. <laughs> That's my favorite thing about whenever a Philly sports team does something good. Just like seeing the mayhem on Broad is so just amazing. I love it. Like wh- People the are already climbing mayhem. the street poles and everything. And it's just like... And you know they grease them up, right? Yeah. That can't stop they them. They grease those poles. That can't
0: stop us. Fuck that grease. No. That's what we were chanting after, on Broad Street after uh, both the... NFC championship game and the Super Bowl when guys were climbing the poles were,
1: fuck that Greece <laughs> fuck that Greece. I remember I came up for the, uh, for the parade and I've just never seen a city so united in joy. And I remember we're like standing, waiting for, you know, the, the parade to come by or whatever. And I see like kids just chugging Coronas and like, It was just, it was so beautiful. (laughs) I was like, I've never been so happy to see underage drinking.
0: Oh my God. Uh, Speaking of kids, the kid who flipped off the Padres reporter for the San Diego reporter was fucking hilarious. He was great. He was great. I mean, so many great highlights from Broad Street. Philly Elmo showed up at the drum line. Uh, But another Flyers connection here. A guy in a Hextall jersey climbed a yeah. pole and was uh living it up, which is great. There was and I think it was I don't think it was the guy in the hexta th- jersey. I think it was another guy, but there's another guy who's climbed
1: a pole and was getting beers tossed up yeah. to him up there and was just like chugging him up there. Phenomenal. I just I love the joy of the city right now. And I hope it I want it to stay this way as long as possible. Because it's just fun. The, it's fun when the city's it is like. It's just this. fun. It's funner.
0: It's just better like this. The city's better like this. Everybody's in a good mood and it's nice to wear my Phil stuff with pride because right. I have a lot of it and I, I love my Philly stuff. I love my Phillies and they, they were my first sports heartbreak. My first sports love, you know, Joe Carter was my first, the most clutch hit of all time. Joe Carter um, was my first big sports heartbreak. I, I I resented the blue Jays for years after that. I, I hated their guts. Like they were the Braves or the Mets. And it's only, I think 2008 purged that hate for me. Before two thousand eight I, I hated them so much because that was the that could have been my first championship. I was nine years old. That could have been my first one. And instead it took until I was what at that point, uh I was, brain- I was like uh <laughs> I'm bad with math. Oh my god. <laughs> Same. Twenty four years old? Twenty four years old. I could have I could have seen a
1: championship at nine and it took until I was twenty four. I mean it took me Till 20... I think I was 25. So, like, not... Yeah, it took me, like, a long time to see the Eagles do something, and the Flyers yeah. didn't do anything. Like, um, you know, it's just, like... I, I wasn't a big baseball fan back in, like, 2008 when the, when the Phillies won, and, like, the Sixers obviously haven't yeah. won anything. So, like, yeah, it's been... It's tough times, man. It's been tough times in Philly sports in the last, like, however long. But... Yeah. It, it feels it like things to, are like right. swinging in a different way now. And maybe I should knock, I'm knocking on wood right now. Like, I feel like hopefully, maybe this is like the turn of something really awesome, but like, we'll see. Who knows? We'll see. <laughs> Who knows
0: what's going to happen? But man, it's, uh, I, I'm feeling good right now. And,. You know the the flyers aren't quite trying to destroy all the vibes, but they're they're doing flyers things right now. Maybe not doing enough flyers things currently, but they're uh, they're currently sitting at four two and zero and eight points. They're actually second in the metro somehow, hilarious. which is a little stunning to me. That's hilarious. It really is because when you want them to lose, they don't actually yeah. lose. But you know they're playing. They'll come. They're playing decent. <laughs> well, they were playing decent hockey until they played a just lifeless game against the San Jose Sharks on. Sunday night to, to follow up that Phillies game. They really just took a dump on the ice.
1: Oh, yeah. It was terrible. Like, that game was just... I, I didn't watch it at I well. will say. Can you... Did anything interesting happen? I didn't watch one second of so, the game. So, the game could have been a lot different. They had... So, I can't remember who, but um, the Flyers scored a goal. Um, and Kevin... I think it was Konechny um, scored and the, the goal got called back cuz it was offside and that just kind of like f- like that just kind of shifted everything and then the sharks just like went on a 3-0 run and, and won everything but like um yeah it was not a great game it was not a good game for the flyers at all and it was just it makes you wonder like if the game would have been different if that goal stood but they had to lose eventually like they lost to who was it they lost the uh, panthers and now the sharks the losses are coming, man. Yeah, well, They're coming. Like
0: Oh, for sure. I, I still am stunned. I bet against them in that Lightning game. Because I, I, I did, like... Why wouldn't you? Some sort of, like, multi-sport parlay. Oh, I think it was... I bet on the Sixers plus eight, the Phillies plus, like, three and a half, and the Flyers to lose money line. <laughs> and the Flyers won, the Sixers got blown out by the Celtics, and the Phillies won.
1: It's just, like... I don't understand this team because like you would like they should have been destroyed by Tampa and like they frankly kind of I mean they were out I believe they were outshot that game like pretty significantly and like the power play for Tampa was like on fire Stammer scored two goals. They got that 2-0 lead. And it's just like the Flyers, for whatever reason. They
0: were looking amazing. I don't know how the Flyers clawed back in that game. But, you know, it is nice to see some fight in the Flyers. Although, again, he didn't show that against the Sharks.
1: No, they didn't. And, like, we had a cl- we already have, like, our first, like, classic John Tortorella, like, post-game quote. Where, like, he was asked after the game, like, you know, his thoughts on the game. And he said, ugh it sucked. (laughs) So, like, (laughs) (laughs) we already have a it sucked from John Tortorella, which I love. So, yeah. For the record, in that Lightning game, the Flyers route shot 38-24. to Okay, yeah, there we go.
0: The big factor so far in their wins has been Carter Hart. Carter Hart is responsible for all four of their wins. 1.75 GAA, 949 save percentage. Hart has just been lights out so far. I kind of feel bad for Felix Sandstrom, who is not putting up bad numbers. He's got a 900 save percentage, but I think this team really needs every ounce of great goaltending that it can get right now. Yeah.
1: Like I, I do feel bad for saying right? Cause I feel like if he was on a team with, you know, that could provide a little more goal support and all that, I think it would be, he'd, he'd have much better numbers for sure. Um, but like, yeah, he's just, it, it, it th- that's the worst thing is he's not even playing bit poorly. It's just like the team just isn't that good they're not. And I think that's the, that was, you know, it's fun to see some wins
0: early on for the people that are still really going out and want to see flyers yeah. hockey. And it, it's nice and all, but it, it's an illusion. I really hope people are not like, enjoy it. Don't get me wrong. Enjoy it. But it's not this team. They're just not that good. They're not that talented and they're going to fall back to earth. I, I just, I, I hope it's not too bad. I want to continue to see life out of them. I want to continue to see positive signs from the young players. This upcoming stretch is not pretty. They've got Florida and Carolina this week, both home games. And then they go on the road in back-to-back games. They go play in the train station in New York. And then they go play the Toronto Maple Leafs. And then they visit their old buddy, Claude Giroux up in Ottawa. That
1: is going to be fun. I I I can't wait for like I'm already looking forward to Jeru's return. What that's like, a couple weeks away, two three weeks away or something. It's well, oh, Jeru's return to, to Philly. Philly. Yeah, yeah
0: that's twelfth. Uh, that's a one p.m. game. Oh no, on a yeah. Saturday. Okay,
1: so like yeah, November twelfth. So the kids can see. Yeah. It. So that'll be that'll be fun. But like yeah, I, I, listen, the team like I agree. Like they're getting these early wins, which is good. Like at least they're like reeling some fans back in a little bit, but like this team is not a playoff team. I think we all know that. And like like Torts has basically said it from the beginning. Like he has I have no idea what this team is. You know what I mean? Like, like he's not hiding it either. Oh, well, he's flat out said this team doesn't do anything well. Yeah. They're not really it's true. They're
0: not really. I mean, the only thing they've done well so far is got uh, Carter Hart, I think has been lights out. And, you know, uh, Travis connecting has put up some points so yeah. far. He scored four goals. Uh, Kevin Hayes has eight points, which is really impressive. That's nice. To but see. They were both benched uh, jvrs up there. Yeah, but That's the thing. They were both benched in the sharks game. And Torts said, I'm just going to keep that in the
1: room. Yeah. Which like, honestly, like that's a different torts. Than from before. Before he'd be asked that in a presser, he'd be like, "Yeah, they sucked." Yeah, yeah. But it, the thing is, he benched his top two scorers for the entire third period. Not, not ideal.
0: In a game where they were shut out. Yeah.
1: Odd. A little odd. Yeah,
0: like I, I feel like there's got to be more of a, a medium response there yeah. and this is really our our first big case of torts being torts and that being a
1: problem for us i'll say this though like even though i don't necessarily agree with that i will say everyone's been talking about like instilling accountability on this team and you know what you know what like maybe that's what's gonna do it i don't know maybe that's him sending a message to the whole team saying i don't care who you are and i don't care where we are in a game if you're playing, like, dog shit, you're going in the doghouse, you know? Yeah, yeah. So, don't. again, I don't agree with it necessarily, but, like, you know what? Let's roll. Let's roll. Let's see what the – let's see. We knew that this was going to be None an interesting season because of torts. And I'm yeah. I'm ready to see it unfold. I'm ready to
0: see it unfold for sure. It's, I, I'm just kind of along for the ride right yeah. now. You know, it's uh, – I'm talking about the hope that kills you. And, like, that's what I have done with the Flyer. I mean, I've also got problems that I have aired grievances about on this program before that I'm not going to rehash right now with the makeup of this team. But it's also just not worth getting too excited. For me, you do you. Okay? If you're excited, good. I, I, I want you to be happy, listener. But... I personally cannot allow myself to get invested emotionally in this team's success because I know it it is not real and they're just not going anywhere. And we'll see what happens. I just want to see the young guys do well. I just want to see the young guys succeed. That's, that's all I care about right now. That's the most and important thing. I want to see Carter Hart do well. I don't want to see Carter Hart. I feel like he's gotten such the short end of the stick the past few years. And, Because this team's played poorly, a potential franchise goaltender has had some serious confidence issues like the Flyers yet again destroying a promising young
1: goaltender. It's depth taxes and killing young goalies' hopes. The Flyers, at least. Tale as old as time,
0: Flyers killing goalies. (laughs) You hate to see it. You hate to see it. I do hate to see it. You know, we're laughing stock of the NHL for that kind of stuff. (sighs) I'm tired of it. Eagles quarterbacks, Flyers goaltenders, you know, that's always the perpetual problem. I I would hope both of these problems are fixed right now, but I guess we're going to find out. But The other problem is I want Chuck gone sooner rather than later because I have no faith in Chucky no trade clause at this point (laughs) and Chucky poo trades. Just no faith in this guy moving forward. And I don't want him making any more huge signings or anything. Not that again, I, I've said that I'm not opposed necessarily to the Sandheim signing, but it doesn't feel like a guy who's got one foot out the door should be making that kind of move right now.
1: Yeah. I can't remember who it was. Please forgive me for um, not remembering, but I was listening to the post game the other day with uh, uh bill and one of his callers basically said like, the thing with the thing that makes chuck fletcher so um uh frustrating is the fact that all of his shortcomings like these aren't like little things that can be like quickly fixed like these are things that are going to really handcuff the flyers for seasons on end that's the problem like this isn't something the flyers can just wave a magic wand by firing him and hiring someone else, and then that person cleans up the mess. Like, I don't know how you clean up this mess. A- aside from time. No, because you can't just release the roster. No. You can't just say,
0: hey, I would like to start expansion team rules." So could you just get rid of every contract on this team and maybe we could do like an expansion draft with the rest of the t-? Like,
1: he <laughs> can't just do that. No. And like right now, it's just like, uh, I, I don't see how the Flyers get out of this cap situation without making some crazy potentially drastic thing like moves. And I don't know, man, right now it's just uh, Chuck Fletcher. Oh my God. Chuck Fletcher. But that's the problem. If the Flyers do too well, if
0: they, they fly too close to a very low sun this season, that gives them the wrong impression that they're headed the right direction yeah like I, I i don't want that i don't want any bones about it this is a team that desperately needs help it desperately needs young talent so please get rid of chuck fletcher already so i just can't i maybe i can enjoy some wins if chuck fletcher goes because i i worry about his presence lingering past the season what, really once they care.
1: start losing some games then the seat will get hotter progressively if I swear to God, if he's this, if he's the GM this time next year, I'm gonna break a ton of shit. <laughs> You'll be where
0: I was after they didn't get Gaudreau and brought in Nick DeLorey on free agency day.
1: Yeah,
0: that was what broke. That me. was a, I, I will was, never forget you know, that. I was already feeling pretty bad, but I was like, "All right, listen, I don't. I'm very, very unhappy." about the T D A move, but as long as you bring in Johnny G, you bring Johnny G home, I'm happy. And then he didn't, and he had the worst excuses I've ever heard. It's hard. Boo hoo. And that broke He brought me. in the I next best thing. He brought someone home. He brought something home. <laughs> yeah. It's like what have you done? It's like when Walter White uh, comes back with the cars for him and Walt Jr. And Skyler's
1: <laughs> like, Are you an idiot? I wanted to do something nice for my son. Is that too much to ask, <laughs> Skylar.
0: <laughs> when does Chuck Fletcher break
1: bad? <laughs> yeah, when is he gonna break bad? We need to see him break bad soon I and get see caught. Him break bad, real get bad. Get caught. Come on, that's the thing. We come like, on. like Walter White can get away with it. Chuck needs to get caught. He needs Hank to come get him. Yeah, it was the Hank who's going to come arrest Chuck Fletcher know. for his crimes against the Flyers fan base. I don't know, I don't know. whoever whoever leaked the uh, whoever figured out the Colangelo burner account situation.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, I forgot about the Colangelo <laughs> burner account. Oh man, imagine imagine you know having a flyer with a burner account. Oh, I, I mean that that's never happened
1: definitely certainly not it's never now. it's
0: it's certainly there's certainly nobody that forgot to hide his own birthday on his birthday <laughs> god record. i can't believe that happened that is so funny you know between that and <laughs> finding his favorite kind of people at the hotel i stayed at over the weekend oh. what what a time to be alive let me tell you folks let me just put it this way i went from dealing with one group of lunatics and red hats that i did not enjoy being around on saturday to being around a group of lunatics and red hats that i really enjoyed being around on sunday and that was my week. that's a
1: very good way of putting the story yes yes
0: i i did not want to be around the lunatics and red hats they just happened to be having uh what somebody might describe as a hate rally at a hotel i happen to be staying at when i wanted to go eat turkey legs and drink ale at a renaissance fair but no no i just had to have the fucking my pillow guy and a bunch of uh, jesus christ all all the lunatics were at this thing all the lunatics i don't want to talk about it it's getting me upset george is upset (laughs)
1: Oh no, Joe! You know I didn't
0: think I was going to have much energy today. I got a, I got the flu shot and my COVID Omicron booster today. I thought I wasn't going to be able to get it up, but here I am at 11, 12 p.m. yelling in my basement.
1: <laughs> I am very proud of you for for digging deep and finding the energy to do this this late. Normally, we, so fly, all right. So for for the people listening, as you may or may not know, Flyperbole used to be recorded at nighttime. It hasn't been recorded at nighttime. A very late nighttime. At yeah. Night. <laughs> like it would go until fucking 6 a.m. some nights because I'm pretty sure the average flaperboli was t- 10 hours long back at, once, upon a t- <laughs> once upon a time. Um, but like, so this is our first episode recording at night in. Good God, Steve. How long has it been since the, the last night episode? It's been a while. Well. I don't know. Uh, I think I recorded... I don't know
0: how late I did a couple of the Eamon episodes. And for the record, want to shout, shout out Eamon. Yeah. joined Kelly on uh, checking out the competition. And it was great yeah. to hear Eamon on the old uh, Flyers podcast, even if he was talking about the Predators. And also, Kelly, Kelly, you know, I don't appreciate you telling young Eamon that he had that flyperbole stink on him. I didn't appreciate that. This is a fine program. And just because... Podcast might go the appropriate length of being longer because somebody associated with this wonderful program, like our our g- great friend Amen, great friend of the show. He's not the best friend of the show, that's Bill Clement, but great friend <laughs> of the show, Amen. You know, it, it, there's no stink involved with that. Okay, that's Musk. flyperbole yeah. Musk. It's it's
1: class. That's the smell. It's class. Yeah, class by. Flyperbole. I was very sad when when Kelly said that. Kelly, I hope your flight to. <laughs> To Paris gets canceled. No, I don't. No, I don't. I don't want that. Oh, I want no. Kelly to have a very f- fun time in France. That, that, yeah, this I don't woman know. needs to eat baguettes. <laughs> she needs she some needs baguettes. baguettes. Yeah. I need a baguette. Yes. I could go for a baguette right now. It sounds nice right it does. now. does. Yeah, it sounds nice. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. Like, yeah. But I mean, if you haven't listened to check out checking out the competition, go check it out. It's really fun. Eamon's on there. Kelly was on there. She They both kill it every time. And glad to hear... Eamon's silky smooth vocals back on the... Uh... Oh, yeah, that... You know, there's just a certain... That accent, man, you can't Oh, beat no, that. no way.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, you want to talk about... This is just a big gear shift right here, but you want to talk about reverse retros? Yes, I do. I really do. I would love to talk about reverse... Because, I, you know, I- I've always been a big fan of talking about jerseys, NHL style, Always a big deal to me. I mean, I grew up in the 90s when rappers would wear NHL jerseys on the regular. I mean, Snoop wearing the Penguins jersey constantly was a fashion icon right there. And I don't agree with his choice of team for that. But you know what?
1: It looked good on him. Yeah. Yeah. Like, all right. I'm trying to figure out what I have so many things to say about the reverse retros. So, like.
0: So, let's start with the. Yeah, I was going to Let's start with the team that we unfortunately are. Uh, stuck towards rooting for for the rest of eternity yeah. and and start with the flyers here so the flyers went with it, it's kind of it kind of just looks like the current jerseys with the colors mixed up but eh. after getting some comments on Twitter and you know looking at some pictures and also the reveal of the uh the Cooper which back which I, the only part I'm excited about <laughs> Um it looks like it's more of an homage to the the 70s and, like, early 80s jerseys. So, it's it's kind of a combat. I mean, the thing about their current jerseys is they're an homage to those 70s and early 80s jerseys in the first place. Right. So, it's all kind of the same. There's a few more things. Like, the logo's a little sharper like it was back then. It's There's some more pointed, like, sleeves and things like that. But it, it still looks a lot like what they currently wear with Remix colors. So, they've got black... On the shoulders, and let me pull up the Flyers one. They've got orange
1: on the what do we call that? Do we call that just the sleeve right there? Yeah, the cuff. Yeah, I guess it's like the I just say down the sleeve. I, yeah, I guess it's the cuff down the sleeve.
0: Yeah, but you know, it's it, it kind of it's a lot more black and
1: white than yeah, it I think most Flyers jerseys have ever been. It looks like it reminds me of like the Bengals all white uniforms that they have now.
0: Yeah, and I don't... yeah, which
1: are interesting.
0: I like the white helmet. Yeah. I think that's pretty dope. But like it's kind of a weird look. And like like with the Bengals, I think the Bengals are one of the only other pro sports teams to really do orange well. And I think like with the Bengals, the Flyers need more orange in this. I think just a little yeah. bit more would go a long way. And I do. Say, I got to say, though, wearing the Cooper Alls in warmups is going to be pretty great. I, I love that. I, I love that they put them out there. The Cooper Alls are such a weird part of NHL history. Yeah. That year, the
1: Flyers, the, that like two year period when the Flyers and Whalers wore pants, they wore slacks during games. Like, it's <laughs> so weird. But I am happy that those are back for but what's funny
0: rubs. What's funny is, like, that's how, like, regular people play, like, street hockey,
1: basically. Yeah. But, you roller know, it's hockey. not how. Roller hockey. That's how people dress for roller hockey. They have the hockey pants. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know,
0: it they're okay. I, I think they're going to look better on the ice. But I wish there was just
1: a bit more orange in them. I very much agree. Like, I hear uh, on the flagship show. I hear Charlie talking all the time about how like orange is like the, the what sets the Flyers apart. Like no one else is does orange like the Flyers, and when they don't incorporate, nobody else does. And
0: especially in the NHL, yeah.
1: the NHL. I mean, the Oilers do it
0: okay oh, fuck. as long as it's not their primary <laughs> color. Yeah. Like if it's on their, the, it's on their shoulder yoke, that's okay. Oh well, yeah, but yeah. when they make it their primary, it stinks. And the Islanders can't do it at all.
1: Like the only team with orange is its primary is the flyers. And that's the only way it should be. And like, I just, it's so weird that like they keep for these, I don't know, like I, they're black, like alternate uniforms. I fucking hate them. Like they're so, Oh, the current ones. Yeah. They're they're, they're weird. Like
0: I, and the thing is, I think they'd be okay with a few tweaks. I think like, for instance, if you colored in the numbers and the name on the yeah. back, with white or orange or something where you could actually fucking read it, it would be cool. And maybe if you played with the numbers on the sleeves.
1: Yeah. yeah right. But
0: like, but no, they have all those details and I hate them all and I, they wear them all the time.
1: I know. And I wish they would not wear them ever. It's just like, I don't like them at <laughs> all. Agree. And I will say the, the flyers first color rush uniforms. I liked those. R- the reverse retro one. Or, uh, excuse me, not, yeah, not Color Rush. Um, Yeah, Reverse Retro. No, they're great. Like, they were ones that when we first saw the leak, we were
0: kind of skeptical, saying they kind of look like a a, a knockoff, like, Foreman Mills, Foreman Mills type (laughs) jersey. But once we saw them on the ice, we all really liked them. I mean, The Shade of Orange was right. It was that, like, 90s, like, burnt orange. And it was it, it, they really grew on us i think they were really cool they were a great remix of that look and i think my biggest problem with the current one is it just doesn't feel like enough of a, a an attempt by the flyers to try something new it just feels like they kind of just half-assed yeah, the kind assignment of here it together. yeah and like i know there's not that many jerseys to really work with in flyers history And I know this also goes hand in hand with doing the Cooperalls, but I really would have liked... My primary thing I would have liked to see is to play with the 2012 Winter Classic jersey, which I don't understand why they ever got rid of those out of the rotation. I think they're one of the most popular jerseys in the history of the franchise. Some of the best jerseys in the history of the franchise. That lace-up, it's one of the only times they play played with the core look and it's been successful. It looks fantastic. So... Here's the thing. Why don't you do a cream version of that? That would be amazing. I would love it. I would get it that would so be great. fast. Yeah. And be, and you know why I know it would work? It's because you know those like lace-up hoodies that they sell? Like 47 makes yeah. them? They do one in the color scheme that it would basically have for that jersey. Yeah. It's basically designed. So why don't you just do it?
1: <laughs> I don't know what they're waiting or. For
0: a black version of that would also be dope. Uh, It would. No, it would totally work. It would totally work. A black and orange version of that, I think it would be really good. I think you could do that great. And I think it would look cool. I really do. But, I, I, and so my other option, if you want to get fucking weird with this, why don't
1: you go and you remix the 3D logo one? I honestly was wondering if that was going to be this reverse retro. And I'm I uh, hate that jersey I do
0: too. <laughs> so much. I own one. It is sitting like 10 or like two feet behind me, okay? I hate that jersey. I think it's the most hideous jersey I've ever had. But if you're going to get weird with this shit, let's get fucking get weird. Really let's weird. Get really weird. Let's get fucking yeah. nuts. Let's get weird. So, yeah. Like, you don't even have to necessarily bring back the weird 3D logo, right? You could just make it the Flyers logo and maybe just alter the style of Jersey a little bit, but keep the core idea there. But play around with it. Do a black version of that. Do, like, a white version with black and orange. You know, like, there are ways you can play around. Or, you know what? Say screw it because a lot of teams here just made new creations.
1: You know what they should do? They should have a Flyers, uh, for the next Reverse Retro, they should have the teal Flyers jersey.
0: Oh, the blue one. Yeah, I think Jeff Mang posted it up here. I've talked about this. Oh, wait, 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 the wait. The teal one. So there's two options here. So I think you're referring to one thing and I'm referring to another. So what I'm referring to is Starter made a very weird blue and white Flyers jersey. I've referenced it on the show before. Look it up. It's super weird. And that was more of like a... Not quite navy, but, like, somewhere between, like, a royal and a navy blue. And it just had, like, it just looked like the Flyers jersey, but it was, like, blue. It was super stupid yeah. and weird. What you're referring to, I believe, is the concept that the Flyers had. Was it in the 90s, right? Like, yeah, it was 1995. Different jersey, like, entirely, a whole new look. And it was super bizarre.
1: Yeah, yeah. I'm looking at the story now. This was written in 2014 by by Travis Hughes, RIPd. The Flyers commissioned this third jersey concept in 1995. It never saw the ice, thank God. The It's <laughs> hideous. It, it's like it's like if you took the San Jose Sharks and Atlanta Thrashers and mashed them with the Flyers. That's what it these looked like and they were so gross. They're terrible. <laughs> they are
0: really gross. I if you've ever seen Quicks, have you ever seen the MLB Future
1: jerseys? No. Why
0: don't you Google that, that real quick while I talk about this? Look for MLB Future jerseys. They they kind of look like this, where it was like, MLB, imagine what the jerseys of the future would look like, and they look like shit. <laughs> Thank God that future didn't come about. But the, the alternate logo on this Flyers teal one is so weird. Just seeing the orange, black, and teal is just bizarre. I like the liber- little Liberty Bell in it, but the Flyers' word mark is hideous. The wings coming out are so Very weird, weird, and it looks like the Washington Capitals.
1: I'm screaming at these MLB future jerseys. Uh, in particular, <laughs> in particular, the Pirates one, where it's just a the Pirates one. The Pirates one is so funny. It's just an angry the giant Pirate. bucko head. Yeah, and he's just like in the middle of the shirt. It looks like a four year old's <laughs> t shirt. Oh yeah.
0: Or, like, you remember, like, the big Ed Hardy craze a few years back? <laughs> yeah. God. Yeah, a little bit like that, too. Wow. I didn't know that happened. Wow.
1: What a time.
0: It did. But, yeah, the Flyers should... You know what? Again, if you're going to get weird... Get really weird. I think weird. they should get weird. Yes. They should get weird at least one time a year. Like, if they're doing a bunch of throwback games this year, do throwbacks to this kind of stuff. They should wear these jerseys once, even just for warm-ups, and then auction it off for charity because i think it's fun to do stuff like that to just do weird stupid because the nhl also is the least popular of the four major sports i mean it's below college football even yeah. it's you know it's above mls but by how much who's to say but the nhl should do anything they can to grab weird attention and the nba you know the NBA goes out and wears a whole bunch of different fucking weird jerseys every year and they go for it. it like you're going to wear some hideous stuff sometimes just do it. So I just wish the flyers had gotten a little weird with this and they don't have the biggest Jersey history to pull from, but there are ways you can do this. it. It would have been more interesting if they had gone with the Tony, the tiger jerseys. Are you you're familiar with these? Oh right?
1: Yes. That's what I yeah,
0: want. Which are the thing about the Tony, the tiger jerseys is they are a play on the old Quakers jerseys and if they did officially licensed versions of those people would buy them. We have been seeing the Tony, the tiger jerseys ever since 2012. And they're all bootlegs. And we've been seeing it at the Wells Fargo center ever since.
1: Yeah. Like that, would they're be... all
0: bootlegs, Megan, China, every one of them,
1: that would be like one of the most fun, like chaotic. Let's get weird ideas. And I, I don't know. I, I think that would be so, <laughs> that would be so hilarious if they actually went with that one. But like, I don't know, man. Like, I just want the Flyers to either either make a beautiful jersey or make it weird. Don't just go do this half-ass right. thing. I don't know. I, I would love to see
0: them go back to the eighties nineties look. But I'd also I, I like the current jerseys. But I feel like maybe it's time to mix it up, especially because the fan interest is so. Yeah,
1: low. I would love to see them go back. I would like to see them bring back the legion of doom jerseys like the yeah 90s that's, are so i think good. that's everybody's favorite era i think it's the it's perfection
0: yeah it is as perfect a flyer's jersey as you can get and i know charlie doesn't like the black ones from that era but you know what that's as good a flyer's black jersey as you're gonna get and the home in a way are just
1: nothing beats like them. that black jersey them. is perfect as an alternate you know what i mean like that is a it's a great perfect alternate. alternate like wear it a f- nine times a year and that's it you know, I'm cool with that. Yeah. But like um yeah, I, I uh, god, I I love those sweaters so much. They I would love for those to come back. I would love for them to I I'm excited for Mitchell and Ness to start
0: making NHL stuff again because yeah then we can start getting some real proper throwback stuff instead of this like flimsy fanatics bullshit. Yeah, fuck fanatics. And yes, I know fanatics own part of Mitchell and Ness and all that. Mitchell and Ness still has goddamn standards. Yes,
1: they do. So yes. I'm looking for it. Find Philadelphia company right there. Yeah, they are. I got it. I, the amount, That's why I love that. Like every time I go, th- and I didn't know that until recently. Every time I go to Mill- Mitchell and Ness, the amount of like throwback Eagle shit, like fly, like all of it. it they crush it. The Hexdall jersey I have in back of me does
0: not fit me at all, but it is a beautiful goddamn jersey. I love it. And if I lose enough weight, I'm fitting back in that thing and wearing it to everything. But I got I got a road to go on that one. You're going to get there, <laughs> Steve. very small. You're going to get there. It's got the tie down. It's got the tie down. You can't beat that. Come on. That's pretty sick. It's pretty sick. So let's look at some of these other jerseys around the league and, you know, just do a quick rundown. I want don't want to talk about this forever, but... Some of these are very, very bland. Like, I'm looking at Chicago and Detroit, who literally just have stripes and their city name
1: on them. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, The Leafs just put out a Maple Leafs jersey. I didn't... It's stupid. Like, I don't hate it, because it reminds me of... It looks good! The Maple
0: Leafs have a good look, but it just looks like a regular-ass Maple Leafs jersey.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I guess I see what you're saying.
0: All right, the stars is kind of boring. The flames have just like a black jersey with that weird pedestal thing, that weird pedestal stripe that comes up.
1: Yeah. Yeah. All right. So the predators just did throwbacks to the mustard. I was about to say that. So I have four winners, well, really five winners, Um, and the predators are one because I I think that's such a fun thing. So like, it's fun. It's a great throwback, and like. As I said, like they're getting weird. They're going to a weird era that people want. Yeah. So like I love that. I'm glad that that's coming back. Um I want All right. I want to go over my my other winners here cuz like I have five very distinct ones that like owned it that like for the reverse retro. So like there's the Predators, there's the Capitals. I love that screaming okay. eagle logo so much. Like
0: the Screaming Eagle is a weird one, but uh, I, I respect them for going back to that era and
1: giving people what they wanted there. And they went with a black version of the Screaming Eagle, did. right? Yeah. I love it. Very 90s. Very 90s indeed. Yeah. But I think the Caps crushed it. I think the Canucks. Demo- oh, my God. I love theirs. I love. What is that? Johnny Canucks? Yeah. Oh, I love it. It It's so, like, you want to talk weird.
0: Johnny Canuck is this weird of a symbol that you can put on a hockey sweater as there gets. And let's fucking go for it, man. He's wearing a beanie. He's wearing a flannel.
1: He's skating.
0: You can't beat it.
1: (laughs) It's just, like, so fun. That's, like, such a fun jersey, and the colors are perfect for it. Like, I don't know. I love that one. I like the blues. I think the blues one is really cool. I I love the design on the front. I felt like their last reverse retro just felt kind of boring this time. They're doing something different, but I think it works. So I love the blues one. What I like about the blues is it doesn't look like many
0: other sweaters in the NHL. And I I think a lot of the problem that a lot of these run into, or not a lot of the problem, a lot of these run into, but the problem that a lot of these run into is a lot of these just look like other hockey jerseys that are already out there. And I can't really think of another Jersey that has a mark like the St. Louis blues with the, the logo running through. Yeah. It.
1: And it's like a different t- type of note, which is cool. Like it, it looks, I don't know. I think it looks really cool, but my other big winner is the Florida Panthers. I love, I'm
0: torn on this one. I, I think it. the colors are really out there and wild, but the logo is a little off to me.
1: I like, I'm cool with it because like, like the colors, I like because it's like it's so different that it's like it just looks so fun. You know what I mean? And like I know it's oh the the
0: colors are great yeah. and it's definitely fun. It feels very Miami.
1: Yes, but like and I I get what you're saying about the the um uh the crest like the logo the crest. I would prefer the the logo to be the the leaping cat because that is still in my opinion one of my favorite logos in all of hockey. Um, Oh, for sure. But like, so I would love it if that was the logo. But like, I will take it. I will take this. I think this is a really fun spin on a former jersey. Like, I I don't know, man. I, I, it's a shame that the Panthers like they have like attendance issues because like they do have like a pretty fun past. And um, I don't know. I I would love to see they've got a
0: fun team too. It's a shame. Yeah.
1: So I, I really love this jersey a lot. And it's just, it's unique and different. And that's what I like about it.
0: Okay. And so how many of your top five is that? Is that three? That's all five. That's all five. Yeah, that's okay, all five good, good. There we go. So let me talk for a minute. I, I really liked what the San Jose sharks did with the throwback to the California golden seals. I thought that yeah, was a that really was a cool little throwback. Uh, Vegas did something
1: very Vegas <laughs> and made one that like glows in the dark. I feel like I'm at a rave looking at what, the jerseys look like. Well, no, you know, like if that. you lick the letters, it's got ecstasy on it. Oh yeah, I mean,
0: <laughs> don't lick the letters on the jerseys. Yeah, no, books. don't
1: actually do that.
0: I would not recommend that. And then, one team I'd love to take the task right here, and I think is getting too much credit is the Islanders, because I actually like the Gorton's Fisherman logo. I actually think it's great because it's like a cranky old fisherman with a hockey stick. It's great, but. They didn't go hard enough. No. You need the waves, guys. You need the wavy bottom, okay? Like, the Tampa Bay Lightning understood the assignment. They went fucking hard. (laughs) Yeah, they did. I would never wear that thing, ever. But you know what? I love it. Because it's it's absurd. It's got lightning bolts on the side. It's got... It's got raindrops on the
1: front to surround the main lightning bolt to ma- and it's got the ocean at the bottom. How can you beat that? They went huge. It's an acid trip of a jersey and that's the yeah. funniest, like that's what I love about it. It's so, it's just ridiculous. So I'm glad.
0: But the Islanders over here f- found a way to make the Gortons fishermen look boring. Yeah. They got rid of like the waves and the fun details and they just gave us the fisherman logo on a Navy jersey. Fucking Lou Lamorello is just the worst
1: It's like when they took the Pepsi logo and changed it into whatever the fuck it is now. Like, what did you do that for? Just like, it was perfect the way it was. Just keep doing that. I don't know.
0: Yeah. I mean, a lot of people just blandy, you know, done bland versions of their their trademarks lately. And I don't like it. Let's make things interesting. What do we think about the Bruins? Just the bear head. Do we like the bear head? I dig it. I'm not like over the moon about it, but I dig it. I think the bear head looks too realistic. I, I don't like it, because it's just like, it just looks like a stupid bear. It's like, hey, I'm a bear. Well, I fucking love bears. I fucking love bears too, but I would prefer like a, a more stylized animation, much like the Gortons
1: fisherman. Yeah. one. Yeah, no, that's true. Yeah. yeah, it does look very realistic, borderline too realistic, but like, I'm, I'm okay with it. Yeah. I'm okay with it. I like it. I just want
0: to, I, I think I want it more poo. Okay,
1: I, give me more poo. That's what I'm asking. <laughs> yeah, I do need a little more poo. Give me more love poo. Love poo. Or at least the pizza
0: <laughs> <laughs> Now, okay, <laughs> the Oilers. I have never liked this look. I hate it. I thought the oil drop was like a, a reviled look around the league. And a lot of people have been giving this like a lot of credit.
1: And I think it looks terrible. I don't understand the love for this at all. I have... I agree. I've never understood this logo. Like, I get the gears because it's like, oh, they're Oilers, Oiler industry. No, I think this is the dumbest logo. I don't know why people are so in love with it. I think it sucks, and I hope it dies a slow death.
0: (laughs) Agreed. Agreed all around on that one.
1: (laughs) It just doesn't look good. We're talking
0: teams that go go hard. The Arizona Coyotes fucking go hard. For all 5,000 of their fans, they go super hard. They do.
1: I give the Coyotes credit like they went back to the Ka- Kachina uniforms and like now all every reverse retro they have is just wild and i i love it so
0: love it absolutely love it rangers i, I like the statue of liberty head i think it looks clean but uh, you know kind of like we've seen this
1: yeah like honestly i'm not a huge fan of theirs cuz i feel like theirs looks like almost a t-shirt it's weird i can't really
0: uh, yeah i i hear you there it's weird i, hear you I don't there. like the look I don't, you know, it's, it's fine to me, but you know which one I really like, I, but like as far as like the clean looks go, cause there's a few of them that just look clean. Yeah. I think the Winnipeg Jets jerseys look really clean.
1: I need to look at those again. Let me see.
0: They're like, they're a remix of their, their classics really, but I don't know. I think they just look clean. I like the look. Uh, oh yeah.
1: I'm not crazy about it to be honest with you.
0: Yeah, I like that. I like that better than the, the powder blue Montreal Canadiens one, to be fair. I actually love that one. I I don't know. I So, I kind of have a weird thing with too much, like, the shades of blue going together. And I think that might be my Philly's brain. Yeah. Because... For me, there's two very distinct Phillies looks, and I can't really mix the two, where you have the 80s Phillies, which is the maroon and powder blue, and you have the current Phillies, which tends to be more of like a navy, bright red, pinstripe kind of thing. And when you mix the two, it just doesn't work for me, and that, I think, is what's going on here, is like this bright red, and the navy, and the powder blue is like... I don't know. For for me, that's not aesthetically pleasing, but a lot of people seem to really like this.
1: Yeah, I I don't know. I really I think it looks kind of like the way I love the Phillies like throwback uniform. It reminds me of that. So I think that's Hmm. why I like it so much.
0: Now, the Buffalo Sabres are one I want to talk about, because I actually I, I like actually both Sabres logos of the this like late 90s one. And the current one they're using, obviously, the buffalo slug's a piece of shit. Yeah, a lot of people call this the goat head, but I always, this is a buffalo. It's a literally head. not I don't a know goat. What people call- it's it doesn't look like a goat. It looks like a buffalo it's head. A bison. They call it a goat head. I don't understand, but yeah, it's a bison. And I I've always enjoyed the logo. It's very '90s. Like it's a a real bison with attitude, but. I think that looks good. I like that one. I kind of wish, though, they had gone back to the red and black look from the late night. Well, 90s. they are doing that. They are doing that. Okay. I thought they were just going with that's coming the, back. Yeah. the bison head
1: on the yellow and blue. So they're bringing back the black and red bison head. I can't remember if it's this season or next season, but it's coming back in, like, Good. I, I, I think wait. they should wear that like a couple times a year because that was always a badass look. It was you know? a really awesome look. Like the Hashik years. It was awesome.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Because there were a few teams that I think pulled off the those late 90s, like black jerseys. Well, and I think they were one of them. And unfortunately, the devils were one. of them Yeah. I mean, they're the devils like red and black is the most demonic like color combination I can think yeah. of. Yeah, it works for them. All right. Let's uh just a couple more and then I'm call it quits on that. But uh Ducks, I'm always a supporter of the classic Mighty Ducks head. Uh, maybe more eggplant
1: though. I like the eggplant. That's my thing. I need more eggplant. Like I need more cowbell. Needs more eggplant. Yeah. <laughs> need more. I have a yeah. I have a fever. The only prescription is more eggplant. It's more eggplant. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: Oh man, and uh, the Penguins look is clean. I hate to say it, but it's it it's looks clean. good. But it doesn't yeah. feel inspired. They didn't really remix anything. It just kind of feels like a throwback to the late
1: nineties. Pretty much, but I still dig it.
0: Yeah. Now with the Avalanche, I'm not usually the biggest fan of the Rockies logo and color scheme, but this one works for me. That one
1: reminds me of like the Devils. Well,
0: I think that's the same organization. Oh right yeah,
1: there. that's right. Yeah. I forgot about that. Holy so they're shit. all throwing back to the same shit. Yeah, really. Yeah, and then the Wild, yeah. they're doing just the North Stars again, which is hilarious because the North Stars are literally to... the Dallas Stars. It is hilarious.
0: It really is. And then, you know, why can't we throw back to the Quakers? Come on. Just told from the rich history right there. Or, you know what? The Flyers are fucking cowards. Give us Philadelphia Blazers uniforms. What are you doing? What are we even doing here? That would be incredible. You fucking cowards. Give us flyerized Blazer uniforms and I will lose my shit. I would go nuts. (laughs) That would be so Or if we want to go really crazy.
1: If we want to get really nuts, Philadelphia Bulldogs roller hockey uniforms. Let's do it. Oh, all right. So this is relevant to me personally, but like they should have like a Richmond Robins throwback. I'll have to look that up. I don't know the Richmond Robins at they all. They were the Flyers AHL affiliate in like the 70s.
0: Oh, wow. <laughs> Holy shit. All right. I'm going to have to look that one up. How about that? Get deep. Deep cuts today. Deep cuts with Quicks and Steve. Richmond Robbins. Richmond Robbins. Last one I want to talk about here. I want to talk about the Los Angeles Kings. Because... I'm one of the few, I don't know, I think I feel like the NHL fan base is divided on the Kings, where they're, you're either a yellow and purple, or forum blue, if you please, or you're a, a silver and black guy. And with the Kings, I've always preferred silver and black for some reason.
1: I also do, but I also respect the purple and yellow. But like if I had to choose I respect
0: the purple and yellow, but I like the silver and black a lot better.
1: Right? I think so you know how they do that they have that jersey now that, that's like pretty much the nineties, white and silver and black. Yeah, like which I like. I, I, love I think it. It. it's clean. I think I want them to go back to those completely. Oh, you mean the nineties straight up the Gretzky? Yes. One. Like I want them to go back to oh, those. Oh yeah, those a, are great jerseys. Great incredible. Jerseys. I don't like the jeweled crown.
0: Is my thing. I don't like the crown logo. I think the crown logo sucks. I don't hate it, but
1: it's just like, I don't know. Like, I just feel like that black 90s, the black and white 90s jerseys were so clean. And like the they're very the purple they're and great. yellow ones, I like them, but they're just not clean. And I love clean I like clean a lot, which is why I've always been a big Flyers jersey fan, to be
0: honest with you. I think the Flyers have always had clean looks for the most yeah. part, except for the 3D logo, which is uh, an atrocity to all of mankind out right there. yeah. <laughs> it was so <laughs> Always will be. Oh, the Richmond Robins have quite a badass uh, Hawk logo, or Robin, I guess, it's right hilarious. there. It's hilarious. It's like... He's really got some... It kind of looks
1: like Craig Berube. Little... <laughs> he kind of does a little bit, yeah. It looks just like Craig Berube, the Richmond Robin. <laughs> now there's a roller hockey team called the Richmond Rollin' Robins. I'm like, ah, oh. Rollin' Very Robin. Cool. Fantastic, I love it.
0: Philadelphia Bulldogs, Richmond Robins. Let's uh, let's get it done, Flyers and the Blazers. The Blazers, I think, is the top one. Make it happen. I'm all for it. All for it. All right, that's pretty much all we got on that. I wanted to mention. <laughs> Did you want to take like two minutes to mention this daytime TV thing I have down here at the end? Or do you want to just uh, call it quits today?
1: I'll be honest. I'm tired as fuck. (laughs) It hit me. It hit me like the last
0: 15 minutes. Well, we'll talk about this next week. This will be good content next week. This is just Steve's observations from the gym. I didn't anticipate talking about the Phillies for 30 minutes. But, you know, then it's not every day your team uh, has a surprise trip to the World Friggin' Series. (laughs) We needed to. Oh, baby. We needed to folks thanks so much for listening we truly appreciate it if you have any feedback for us the best place is on twitter.com.org.edu.ca
1: quigs where can people find you on the twitter machine i'll fucking tell you steve you they can me? fucking find me at ryan quigs with a z on twitter yeah 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 oh, oh, oh.
0: i bought a beer the other day because it was called master of pumpkins <laughs>
1: Why is that so awesome to me? Because it's a, it's <laughs> a fucking awesome. metal
0: Metallica name uh, for a beer. That's terrific. Master of Puppets, Master of pumpkin. I couldn't not buy it. No, I you have like, to. Master of Pump- it was And it was Trogues, which is a nice uh, local PA brewery right there. That's legendary. Was it good? I haven't drank it yet. I'm going to drink it this weekend. It's going to be the best I,
1: beer you've had all year. I
0: had about 6,000 beers this weekend, so I need a, <laughs> to detox for a few days. <laughs> I'm excited for you to try (sighs) Go fightins. Go fightins. I'm excited, too. We'll talk about it next week. All right. You can find Ryan at Ryan Quiggs. You can find me at Fly or at Esteban Bombus for Hockey Purposes. Make it Fly Purboly. Follow Fly on Instagram. Follow BSH Radio, Broad Street Hockey. We're running out of gas. That COVID booster and flu shot combination cocktail is kicking my butt. Folks, it's time to go. Thanks so much for listening. In the words of the great Gene Hart, good night and... Good hockey. Wow! 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 Wow!
1: Wow! 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 Wow!